Hello, 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 and welcome to the 79th episode of the Mostly Soccer Podcast. Today is September 9th at 5.03 p.m. sharp. My name is Michael J. Dalo, and I'm here with Jimmy. Jimmy, what today? Sadness. Jimmy, sadness. Why is that? Uh, well, I was sad because of the international break. It always makes me sad. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the USA play Mexico, and then I became really sad. Well, I have something that you can be excited about. What's that? The fact that we're recording live from the Vivid Seats studio. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I love that your basement is now the Vivid yes. Seats studio. I want a banner. It's I my favorite. I want a banner thing. or something like at a stadium. I need that. Well, I can tell you something that you can have from the Vivid Seats app. You can have $100 off your next ticket purchase if you're a first-time Ooh, customer. So like just keep that. that in mind as you go through the show. Just just remember that. I'm slightly less sad. Use the code OVERTIME. $100 off in the Vivid Seats mobile app. That's how you do an ad, by the way. Uh, well done. <laughs> incredible from me. But let's get straight into it, Jimmy, because we are going to tighten up on our time limits here. No more rambling from the Mostly Soccer podcast. Let's get right into the U.S. Men's National Team. Let's not. <laughs> Jimmy... This is all you. The floor is yours. Tell us what happened in USA versus Mexico on American soil, nonetheless. I had a mental breakdown. Is that that's what happened? I think that happened. Um, I became really sad, and this was just kind of disgraceful. This is one. Now it is a friendly. Should keep that in mind. In the end, this means nothing. Just a few months ago, they played the Gold Cup final, and the U.S. had a very competitive game against Mexico. Um. This, however, was not competitive. A lot of it was hard to watch, which has been a theme I think we've had for the U.S. And we've talked about it before. People like yourself have kind of fallen out of love with this team, right? All out on the USA team. You you just can't do it. And I, I fear that as these results become the norm, that is going to happen. As they become the norm or they already are the norm? I, I think as they become the norm, because mm. the thing is this, this was worse than it's been. This was hard to watch, like, like really, really hard to watch because, and it started well. The first 10, 15 minutes, the U.S. looked good. Their, their build-up play was good. Their possessional play was good. They were composed. And that all went out the window, <laughs> um... It really went out the window with the goal, which we'll get to. But just the first thing I have to say is this. I am the biggest believer in playing out of the back, building play that way. You know, obviously as a City fan, that's something I I believe in, something I love seeing. But there is a limit to the point where you have to say these players are not capable of doing it. Watching this game, and I know you only didn't get to see the whole match, but I think you would agree. I saw a piece of it. They're between Zach Steffen, Walker Zimmerman, the, them two specifically could not figure it out. Yeah. Um, I like Zach Steffen. I think Zach Steffen's a very good goalkeeper. Uh, I think he's going to show well in the Bundesliga this year. He got he was made the team of the week for the first week of the season there. FC he, Dumbledore. He, he, yeah, FC Dumbledore. <laughs> he is a he is a very good goalkeeper, but he is just not adept out of playing on the back. Yeah. Walker Zimmerman was horrendous at doing it. He he was you, there's certain center backs you can just tell are uncomfortable with the ball. He was uncomfortable with the ball. Um and and I don't think that Aaron Long was specifically good with it either, but I think in comparison he looked far better. But that was the main issue I saw with this game. If if Mexico was more clinical and kind of was more organized in their press, I think that they would have they would have scored six or seven pretty Jeez. easily. It, it was that bad in the way that they did it. It was so sloppy. And while going into this game, I was excited. I was actually excited to see this game. Josh Sargent made the team, thought he was possibly going to start. In the end, he didn't. Zardes, again, got the start. Um, and the, the, the big thing that everybody was excited for, Serginho Des made the team and starts. It's a man who's very young, Started, I believe, four out of six games for Ajax this season, including their Champions League qualifier. Like this is a he is a big time talent in a dual national who still has eligibility for the Netherlands and has apparently had contact recently with the Netherlands. Weighing his options. Yes, so very much weighing his options, which might have been the biggest shame of this game is did he go play this game and go, Oh fuck this. <laughs> I am not doing this. I'd rather wait and try to earn the chance to play for the Netherlands. Which would really be a shame. Yeah. But 
I, so it was a lot of excitement to see him. I think I even tweeted that on the account. Like, is my excitement to see him outweighing the fact that I have to watch Zardes play again? <laughs> trap. Um, and in the end, he was at fault. Him and Pulisic, in a way, at fault for the first goal. Des gets megged by Ticatito Corona. Who? Ticatito. Ticatito? Ticatito. Taki Taki? <laughs> Taki Taki. <laughs> uh, completely megged. And then he, uh, Corona delivers a perfect ball into the box for your favorite player, Michael. Ugh. Javier Chicharito. This is Hernandez. the sign of a team that's failing miserably, <laughs> is when Chicharito scores on you whenever he wants. I mean, it, if that guy yeah. is scoring on you, you have some deep-seated issues in the team. Here's the big issue, though. You know, Chicharito, Mexico's record goal scorer. Not maybe, good at soccer. But regardless <laughs> of the point, maybe someone you may want to mark or know where he is at the box, completely wide open. I, you know what? That, I actually like that tactic from Bearhalter. <laughs> it's just like, let him get the ball. Let him try and score. 99% of the time, he's probably going to fuck it up. Well, he did. He, he bit puts back. It, yes, he bit 1%. back. 1%. He, he puts it right into the net. And then from there, it was just, from that point on, this game was awful. In the end, the U.S. had more possession, only gave up 10 shots, three of which were goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and it went. It was too late when Mexico pulled away in terms of goals. They got a 78th-minute goal from Gutierrez and an 82nd-minute goal from Antuna, um, one of which was due to the horrendous playing out of the back, where Zach Steffen basically passed it directly to Mexico. Classic. Um, it was bad. It was bad. And again... Like I said, tough to watch. Just the fact is, there was no point in this game outside of the penalty, which then Josh Sargent took and completely missed. Um, did the U.S. look threatening? They had no real attempts on target. It was just, it was, it was just so lackluster in every sense of the word. Deflating, deflating, deflating. deflating. It, it's just what the U.S. men's national team kind of does. It's there's expectations because we have these exciting young prospects. But do they ever do anything outside of Christian Pulisic and a few other guys? Do they ever show up for the U.S. men's national team? I will I will say I thought Pulisic was actually excellent in this game. He was good. Like, the thing is, we've been somewhat critical of him, you know, some of his play for Chelsea. We're not people who overhype him in a lot of ways. But he was very good in this game. He was good. That was pretty much it for who was good for the U.S. Jordan Morris was actually good when he came on. He looked really good, drew the penalty, looked threatening. Which was Tyler Boyd, who I, I like, was useless in this game. And I don't know how much of it is really his fault when they're just inability to get the ball to their forwards. Zardes, who we all know is what he is. But, I mean, I think he had five touches in the first half. Like, regardless of if he's bad, he is. He is. But, Big time um, bad. He, no striker can do anything if they don't get the ball. And the inability of this team to really create anything is the biggest fault. Uh, Will Trapp is another useless player. Um, it's just Franklin Morales or Alfredo, I should say Morales. I mean, was fine. He, he's a kind of like a cagey physical player, the type of player who I like. And like, he's a type of, I think this is his first match for the U S in three years. He's another player who's played in the Bundesliga most of his career. He's a good, solid player, but he's a type of player who benefits from having a team that, you know, can actually create and make passes because he can't really do that. Yeah. And I think he was asked to do some of that and completely failed with it. But he could be a really useful player in a team that has talent. But I think that's the biggest thing is when you look at this, we all get excited about players like Des, like Pulisic, who, like Stefan and McKinney, a lot of players. But in the end, these players need to produce. Realistically, how many players in this team actually have produced at a high level? I mean, really. Pulisic. Not even Pulisic to an extent, though. Mm. He's produced to a... A level at times he's had moments but he isn't a he was not a consistent starter really for Dortmund he's never like you, you understand what I mean like yeah. there's not a really high level of success and my main takeaway from it and I don't want to dwell on the negative because I feel like I just am depressing everyone including myself sound like an Arsenal fan yeah well that's what I said I did tweet that this was my penance for being a city fan yeah. as I have to endure being a U.S. fan at the same time um the main thing takeaway is i we just need to see some development going forward i just feel like it's more of the same we missed a world cup and did nothing that's my biggest thing we we had the chance to break away from this we did nothing and do you know why we're doing nothing large part greg bearhalter but what's the point of him well i agree with you i i I don't think he 
Yeah, I, I do mean, something exciting after you miss the World I, Cup. Don't the, just appoint yeah. this. Well, that's the thing MLS is that's guy. not his fault. It's not his fault he got the job. That's my main <laughs> thing. Is like I don't think he's a great manager. I think he's okay. I don't think he's great. Um, but it's not his fault. Again, it's not his fault he got the job. He didn't hire himself. <laughs> I guess that's the thing. Is like there was a chance to hire Tata, and they let Mexico get him. They didn't even interview him. Then you had Lapotegi calling them. Wanting a chance to get the job. Insanity. And he's already doing... Sevilla already looked good this yes. season. We saw Sevilla in person if that's in the preseason. True, if and that's it is true. true. It was confirmed that he oh had reached out. Now, would he have accepted or anything? We don't know, depending on money and everything. But we know that he was interested. And it's fucking insanity that you don't interview a man of that caliber yeah. who is coaching for Real Madrid in Spain. Granted, very short tenures for both of them due to uh, some personal issues, apparently. Yeah, but. yeah, I mean, the thing is this. I They're just, deep-seated issues. That's what that's the thing is. My issue is with the federation. Yeah, we we need to be scrapped from top to bottom. I will stand by. This is the last thing I'm going to say on this because I don't want to hang up on this game. I want to move on from it because it just is annoying. But to develop the game in this country, the thing we need most is coaching in a structure. That is what we lack. People will always say like, "Oh, well, you know, if LeBron played soccer, we'd be great." No, 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 we won't. And you know why? Because he's still being coached by fucking people like Brad Fiedel and Greg Bearhalter yeah. and people like that. And the thing is, and Greg Bearhalter honestly is one of the best coaches we have. He literally is one of the best American Sad. coaches. He is. He is a good coach. He's not a bad coach. But if he's your peak, if he's the best you have, and he, he's not, he's not the best. Jesse Marsh is the best. But if, if he's your best, you're you fucked. You fail. have no chance to really develop. We need better coaches. We need to redo the structure. We had people reaching out on Twitter basically saying like, you know, people can't afford to play because of these pay-to-play travel teams and all that. And it comes up a lot. But just revamp the structure. Give coaching to people and you will have good players. Mm-hmm. That's my main issue. When I watch this team, it's the intelligence. The football IQ is not there. That's the biggest issue. You, I see these players who have ability and talent. And they just and don't. And they play well for their club teams, yes, right? Yes, Especially the and they young do. Kids. They play well. But even then, the thing is, when you see them, when they get under pressure, when the when time speeds up and you don't have that time to think, that's where being able to have that brain and that knowledge is where you succeed. Look at someone like David Silva. Not fast. Completely one-footed. Doesn't have a strong shot. He's been one of the best players in the world for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he's smarter than everybody else. Because he understands yeah. the game. Because he developed in the system that Spain allowed him to have. Till we can get to a point where we allow this to happen, we are always going to be behind the countries that do. You know, there's one man who can genuinely save us. And you know exactly what I'm going to say. I know say. where you're going. You tweeted it. And it's <laughs> kind of a joke. Kind of not a joke. He seems like he's available. Arsene Wenger oh, he's available. could revamp the entire country. Arsene Wenger... 2022 whatever the fuck when is the next presidential race 2020 (laughs) jesus christ 2020 i should really delete that that's so ignorant um but one last thing i want to say about the u.s the men's team is that i saw an article i didn't end up reading it actually i just read the headlines (laughs) because i'm ignorant as i just showed um it said it was a great idea that greg bearhalter is trying to define a system for this u.s team mm-hmm. and it is but you can't do it with these players what is he doing yeah. trying to do it with these players trying to pass out of the back clearly they're not talented enough mm-hmm. and it's just you try it against mexico too and yes it's a friendly but for some reason people put this usa mexico friendly in quotation marks as one of the biggest rivalries in international soccer which is so fucking ridiculous by the way that's a huge issue I have. Uh, all like Fox Soccer and NBC, like, is USA versus Mexico one of the biggest international no. games yeah, I, in the I, world? It's like it's not even in the top ten. No, no and like no, I don't even think of yep. USA Mexico as a rivalry yep. because Mexico is so much better than us. Yep, it's it's truly a systematic thing. Yep, and that's and the thing. And the thing is, here's the thing. Here's the hard truth: the US is irrelevant on yeah. the world football. Hundred percent. And Mexico is barely relevant. Yeah, and they're miles better than us. Yep. That's it. I, I think that's really it. But looking forward for the U.S., we have a friendly up against Uruguay tomorrow night at 8 yes. p.m. Eastern time. 
And Jimmy, I'm betting the fucking house on Uruguay. Yes. So we we were we started talking about that before we sat down to record, and I was saying, so I'm not a big gambling person, and neither was I, I underst- prior I, this see, week. I understand gambling. I, I I I've been around it a long time. I understand it, but I'm not a big partaker. Your brother's person. a goddamn degenerate. Yes, a degenerate. you're listening to this to job, the highest you're, extent. You're a degenerate. Um, but my thing is when I heard that it's over even money on Uruguay. I mean, I'm going to take all my money I was going to pay my student loans off of, <laughs> and I'm throwing it on Uruguay and I'm about to be a free man. I mean, I'm going to be like about... Antonio Brown. You're going to see me running around the house. I'm free. I'm, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard of easy money, but Uruguay being positive on the money line, even money. I mean, this is ridiculous stuff here. You told me that Pulisic isn't going to play. I he's don't. Be I believe away. he's returned back to Chelsea. I'm going to wait until I see the lineups for these mm-hmm. games, but it's very possible that. I put a fair chunk of money yes. on Uruguay to just obliterate the USA. Bet the farm. Yeah, I really might. But, Jimmy, we're going to have a lot of different odds in this game, in this game, this podcast, now that I have this sports betting app in front yes. of me. But we're going to talk about the Champions League and Europa League first. Of course. So, since we're on an international break, what better time to delve into European football? And, Jimmy, when you get those groups up, oh, I want I you to fire them off. You want me to fire it off? You ready? We're on a time limit here. Yeah, we're we're gonna be condensed now. We're gonna be better about this. Predictions are coming. Yes. So we're gonna go. We're gonna break. Tell you every group. We're gonna tell you who's gonna win that group and who's gonna finish as a runner-up and move through. So Group A, we have Paris Saint-Germain, Real Madrid, Club Bruges, and Galatasaray. <laughs> Club Bruges, Galatasaray. Next. <laughs> First of all, that's a great group. Club Can we Bruges. talk about that? That that's a great group. Mm-hmm. Um, Real Madrid win the group, Paris Saint-Germain second. Opposite. PSG win the group, Real Madrid second. And Galatasaray get through to the Europa League. Um, yeah. And I think they become a competitor for no, it. No, there is no other competitors in the Europa League, but <laughs> we'll right. get to that. All right. Keep group going. B. Yep. Bayern Munich, Tottenham Hotspur, Olympiacos, and Savina Z- Vez- they're not going to win Vez- if you can't pronounce their name. They're out. Servita Verze- Say it like a cowboy. Do your best. Servita Razor. Cerveza. 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 They're out. Whoever they are, yeah. they're out. Uh, any team that's not Bayern or Tottenham is out of that group. Yeah, I I think Tottenham win the group. Bayern second. I got opposite again. I, I got Bayern first. I'm there. I'm so out on Bayern. I just I and I know they've reloaded a bit this year. Uh, and I, I think their defense is going to be a lot better with Hernandez and Pavard, which I think is going to help dramatically. But I don't know. I don't like that attack. And I, I don't even know what to make of Coutinho. So for that reason, and Spurs, first of all, I mean, they're a hot mess right now. But I'm just I'm going to pick Spurs. All right. Move on. Group C. Manchester City. Out. Their eternal bride, Shakhtar, mm-hmm. as for the third straight year. <laughs> Dynamo Zagreb. In Atlanta, not United. Atlanta United, but the, uh, but the Italian. I Atlanta. think Joseph Martinez is going to have a big chance, which I believe is Atlanta. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go City, and what were the other teams? I Shakhtar, oh. Dynamo Zagreb, and Atlanta. I'm going to go Atlanta. So am I. Atlanta. It's City win. Atlanta second. Ooh, that's a that's a weird group, huh? It is. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not weird because City and Shakhtar are literally always in the same group. You know, Zagreb. They are seven hundred and fifty to one to win the entire Champions League. Really? So I can tell you this dollar. much: that's they're a Croatian team. Yeah. I highly was looking at going. If I was to buy tickets to go to a Champions League game, I'm going to Croatia to see City <laughs> play Zagreb. That wouldn't be bad. That'd be a nice little vacation, right? But what do you got next? Group D: Juventus, Atletico Madrid, Bayer Leverkusen, Lokomotiv Moscow. That's a great, great. Another group. good group there. Oh man. I guess you got to go Juve, Atletico, and then Leverkusen going to the Europa yeah. League, right? I actually completely agree with that. Yeah. Exactly. I do want to say I got Shakhtar to the Europa League in the other group and Olympiacos. How many teams make it to the Europa League? third place. Every group? Every group. Third oh, place wow. from every group. So, yeah. So, I got Olympiacos from the group with the team I can't pronounce their name. I'm not <laughs> picking them. And I'm going to go with, uh, like I said, Shakhtar in the other one. Yeah. All right. Fair so, enough. So, Group E. Liverpool. Napoli. Salzburg and Genk. Genk. <laughs> Genk. <laughs> Genk are out completely. They're not making the Europa League. Uh, Liverpool, Napoli, Salzburg. 
Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's going I mean, directly are, in order. These are pretty right simple now. for pretty the group straightforward. stage, right? Here's going to be a more interesting one. Barcelona, this is Group F. Borussia Dortmund, Inter. Oh, wow. And Salvia Prague. Salvia Prague won the group. Yes. <laughs> They're out instantly, Salvia Prague. Why are they even in this group? So Inter, Borussia Dortmund. Barcelona. I hate that one of these teams is going to drop down to yep. the Europa League. Right. Oh, man. Here's my prediction. Here it comes. Hot off the press. If you say Barcelona drop into the No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say whoever gets dropped out of this group will be in the Europa League final. Not going to say they're going to win it, but they're going to be in the final. That's a fair (laughs) prediction for you. Uh, Boy, I really don't know who's going to win this group. I mean... I'll go while you think then. Go ahead. As much as I'd love to bounce Barcelona, I I cannot. I have Barcelona first, Inter second mm, bvb dropping to the Europa that's what League. i have too unfortunately i am antonio conte yeah i'm all in on antonio conte. i feel the same exact and way this is a redemption for lukaku and sanchez yeah Anto- united rejects i really really like antonio conte i mean i think he has the ability to completely flip a team on its head mm-hmm. uh and i think inter are going to be a problem in syria this year yeah. so I'm going to pick Inter to go through over BVB. That hurts me because I really like BVB. And I don't want to face them in the Exactly. So, Group G. Now, this one is completely wide open. Zenit, Benfica, Lyon, RB Leipzig. Is that not the most evenly matched group you've ever seen? Oh, man. What did you say? You said RB Leipzig, Benfica, and Zenit. Lyon and Zenit. Okay. Oh, man. That's tough. Weren't Leipzig pretty good last year? Uh, yeah. They, I mean, they, Leipzig are a talented team. Um, they had a down year the year before and didn't make it. And then had a pretty solid year in the league last year. I think they're going to be very good this year. All right. I'm going to go Benfica to win. Mm-hmm. Mm, RB Leipzig in second. Lyon to drop down to the champ, uh, Europa League. So I'm going to go Benfica. One Lyon two Leipzig to the Europa League, um, though I will say it could go anyway. Yeah, and I don't count Zenit out either. Zenit, yeah, talented team. Don't that's count a really out. good group. That's an evenly yeah. matched group, wide open. And then the last group, Group H, Chelsea, Ajax, Valencia, and Leo. Another great group. I have bad news for Chelsea fans. You're dropping down into the Europa League. Ooh. I'm starting at three. I really don't think Chelsea are going to make it out of that group. Uh, who do I have in second? I like Lille a lot. I'm going to put them in second. I'm going to have Ajax win the group. Okay. Valencia is a tough one to drop yeah. down, though. I mean, so that was I was so... This one's tough. I genuinely think this one could go any which way. I think Chelsea could go from winning to being completely out. I'm going to tend to agree with you and say they're out. So I'm going to they cross off my list. Mm. I like Lille as well. Valencia off to a little rough start. Ajax, I feel like they, they lost a lot They're of their luster. Dip. They're going to have a dip. So I'm going to go Lille to win. Lille, I should say. Without Lille, Nico Pepe, by yes, the way. Yes, Lille to win the group. Ajax second. Mm. And I think that Ajax being second could be a real nightmare for one of the winners of the groups having to play them. Even though I do think they're going to dip a bit, there's still a lot of talent there. Yeah. Tadic, Zayic, Van de Beek. And the itch, really. Yes, all the itches. Um, so that's an interesting group there. But I, I want to say, I think outside of a few of the groups which are really straightforward, like the City group, like the, the, the Bayern-Tottenham group, yeah, I think that there's some really interesting groups here. And I'm really excited for the Champions League to be back. We're just like a week away, Mike. But you know what we have to do now, right? We've picked the group winners. And instead of going through the entire bracket, let's just skip straight to the final, Final, Jimmy. As we always do. Who is your finals winner? Let me tell you that Manchester City are the odds-on favorite to win the final. At plus 300 on the money line. So if you bet 100, you'd only win 300. I hate that they're the favorite. I hate that. And I'm I'm looking for the next best right here. It looks like Real Madrid are plus 700. I don't know if that's second best. Liverpool are it's plus Liverpool, 650. Liverpool, Real, and Barca, and Juve, I think, are all pretty much in the same group, plus so 700. basically what this is saying, if Liverpool is plus 650 and Man City is plus 300, City have doubled the chance yep. to I, win yeah, the Champions I, I just, League? I don't agree with it. But, Mike, I want to know who are your, what's your final. Before I get to mine, I want to hear yours. Hmm. 
you know how much I love to put Atletico Madrid in there, but I'm not going to do it this here's year. A, here's what I'm going to say why no Atletico. I think Atletico have a genuine shot to challenge for La Liga, but I think they have a young kind of reformed team in a lot of ways. I don't think they're ready to challenge for both. Yeah. I mean, the obvious answer here is I'm putting Manchester City in the final. That has to happen this year. It absolutely has to. <laughs> oh, it really does. It, it really does. It's this year, or when the fuck is it going to happen? It's going to be David Silva's parting gift. That's what I hope. Um, oh, you saw. I love. I like where you're you know at where now. I'm, you didn't you know say going, right? who they're playing at the result yet, but I it's, like that. It's difficult to not put Liverpool there, mm-hmm. and I really want to see a Liverpool Manchester City Champions League final. How incredible God. would that be? Oh, that would be epic. Juve. I'm not encouraged by what I see from mm-hmm. Juve early in the season. And I never want Ronaldo to succeed. And no Chiellini. Who knows if he could be back? Maybe by then he could be back, but, I mean, that's a massive blow. Juventus are so deep, though. They are. That's, they are. that's what they have going for them, and that's where I kind of struggle with Liverpool. I wonder if the team is deep enough after not signing anyone. Granted, this is basically the same exact team that won it last year. Mm-hmm. But to make it three years in a row, that's that's some Real Madrid shit right there. You know what? Just for the fun of it, I'm going to go Liverpool City, and I'm going to pick City to win. It would be pretty incredible if we saw that. Final. That would make me so happy. <laughs> I would. That would be a dream. That would make be any so City fan thrilled happy. with that. Um, I am going to put City there, and I'm not being a homer. I just think, like you said, it's it's got to happen now. It has to. It Hold the phone. Actually, Barcelona are the second favorite here at plus yeah. five hundred, which kind of seems ridiculous to me considering. Uh, well, th- if Valverde leaves, this could be real. But go ahead. Um, Didn't mean to interrupt. I'm I'm going to put City in the final. And then I look at who can I X off of the big ones. I've said Atletico. I don't think they're ready to challenge for both. PSG, I just don't buy. I think they may self-destruct on the inside. Last year, if you remember, I predicted the Oil Royal. The Oil Royal, happen. yeah. Um, so I am going to go... I, I don't think Real Madrid are ready yet. I think that they're still kind of a little sloppy. Um, I feel the same with Barcelona. I feel that Barcelona so, don't look good right yeah, now Yeah, so I am going to go Juve, though I do think the loss of Chiellini may affect this, just mm-hmm. as the loss of Laporte for City. I mean, I think by the main thing is by the knockout stage, I think he'll be back, which I think is massive, because City without Laporte stand no chance in the Champions League yeah. knockout stage. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go City-Juve with a City victory. That's um, it's something because Manchester City have shown us time and time again that they're not. Yeah, I know it, it hasn't gone League. well in the Champions League for City or Pep lately. But at the end of the day, I fully and I don't think I'm being a homer believe that City are the best team right now. I think when they're at their best, their best is better than everybody else's best. According to the bookmakers, you so are correct. We, we shall see. But I am so excited again. David Silva's last year. Yeah. The captain now, can can they do it for him? Um, it will be fun to see. But also, if Juventus make it to the final, I might have to root for Juventus on the premise that I need Gigi Buffon to win a Champions League final. But he will win it as the not playing? Does it really count? Mm, I don't know. I don't know He's how the much third I would choice like to keeper. see you fail. He's the third choice keeper, pretty much. Yeah. But um, <laughs> quickly, let's... Check out the Europa League before we take a break. We don't need to go through the group stages, right? No, I don't think there's a point to really go through the group stages. We already know who's going to be there in the final. Uh, I am serious when I say this. I might be booking a plane ticket to Poland for that time period. And I might just risk it. I might say I'm buying a ticket to London with a layover there, going to Poland. It's about $400 from Boston. Hotels in Poland. I've already planned out this whole trip super cheap where the stadium is for the Europa League final. Yeah. The issue is how do I get the ticket to if go see there, Arsenal? I'm sure win. you could get the ticket. It's true. But Arsenal, needless to say, are in the final for me. And that's going to be, like you said, one of these teams that drops out of the Champions yeah. League. And I think it's going to come from that group that you said. It's yeah. going to be either BVB or it might be Inter. And that scares me a lot. Um, I'm going to say that's BVB, though. And I think Arsenal beat BVB in the final for the Europa League. I, I agree it could be that. I, I do think Sevilla might have something to say about that. Sevilla, the kings of the Europa Ooh. League. With they Unai Emery. love the Europa League. No, Unai they Emery is the monster in the Europa League. You can't you can't <laughs> I, say no. that Sevilla is the team. They are the Unai Emery is Sevilla. the brain behind it's Sevilla. that. Sevilla. 
Um, also, I think Porto could have something to say about the Europa League. I oh. do think the team's dropping out. It makes it tough for me to want to predict. I will say, I stand by, though, whoever gets dropped out of that group will be there. I think Arsenal will probably be there as well. So I, I agree with you, I guess. Uh, early days, though, very early. Europa League is a slog. It is a long, <laughs> long, long journey. Yeah, with those Lithuanian knights yes, or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. it's it's gonna require bag and all that and yeah. all those teams. I mean, those. That's how you know you're a real grinder. You're yeah. a real lunch pail guy when you're going to acquire bag. There's and literally. To I'm w. looking at Group A and there's a team. It's called Dude Lang. Dude Lang. <laughs> <laughs> so that tells you all you need to know. Dude Lang looked good this year. Don't sleep on Dude Lang. Anyone out there listening, don't sleep on him. Yes. Uh, I did look at the future bets for the Europa League, and do you know who the favorites are to win this tournament? It makes me. It literally I makes actually, me want to vomit. I do know because you brought this up to me the other day because you were so upset. It about makes it. me want to puke on the microphone. It, it's the Red Devils. Ew. Ew, 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 The fact that Manchester United are the favorites to win the Europa League baffles me because they can't get out of their own fucking way right now. And they're not going to be able to do yeah, it for the rest I, of the season. I, I don't really understand that at all. I, I don't get how they're the favorites. I feel no. like Arsenal right now should be the favorites. Of course. And it doesn't seem like this is going to change much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's weird. And By the way, if you were wondering, Dude Lang, Luxembourg team. Just Dude, in case you want Dude Lang is if you bet one dollar, you would win a thousand dollars if they won. The Dude Europa Lang, League. I'm riding Dude Lang to the final. Let's go. Dude Lang look good this year. But Jimmy, before we get into our Twitter questions, our betting predictions for the upcoming Premier League weekend, let's take a quick break and thank our sponsors. Finding the right pros for home projects can be tough and spark a lot of questions like how do I find a pro who can help? Will they do a good job? Will I get a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. From leaky faucets to major remodels, HomeAdvisor connects you to the right pro for the job in seconds and even helps you get a fair price. Read reviews, check project cost guides, and book appointments. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free HomeAdvisor app to start your next project. And we're back. So, Jimmy, we have some interesting Twitter questions here from our friends. And the first one is from Billy Massa, our great friend of the podcast. And he's asking us, thoughts on the new FIFA ratings? Who looks like a snack in their new FIFA picture? (laughs) And do we think Rakitic was driving with the top down on his way to get this picture taken? Parentheses, yes. So Rakitic looks exactly like DJ Pauly D in this picture, right? Yeah. Repping Johnson, Rhode Island. Shout out. Uh, you got a complete blowout going on yeah. on top of his head. I, I do have to ask. My main takeaway from the the pictures in FIFA this year is when did they ask people to take their pictures? Because some people are like they're ready to go, like they you know what I mean, like they they're done up. Like look at look at David Silver's picture. He's got his hair quaffed off to yeah, the he side, like good. he's ready to go. And then you look at somebody like Isco, and he looks like he just got off the longest bender of his life. <laughs> He's literally, he's all dis- he's just a mess. Isco, he's a pure mess. Isco and Marcelo were banging lines of coke before they took their picture. Yeah. They just came back from a rave. They don't look good in no, their pictures. No, that's the thing. It's like there's no consistency with what these pictures are. <laughs> Some players are like all like good to go. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just an absolute mess. PK got his like sex hair going on. Oh, I like, like that. Like it's, it's just all over the place. I am, I am baffled. I, I just... It seems like it's the crazy. La Liga pictures are the worst ones so yeah, far. The Barcelona just, and Real Madrid players look blown out. Yeah, it's all over the map. It, it's funny. The ratings themselves are another goddamn disaster, as they always are. But. And Billy also said it looks like they woke up at 3 a.m. for a fire drill to take their picture. <laughs> yeah, the Real Madrid. Yeah. And uh, top five snacks, he says. So who's snacks. looking like a snack? I haven't seen Hector Bellerin's photo yet, but that's obviously going to be number one. Oh, of course. He likes Oblak, Hazard, Allison, Ramos, and Tony Kroos. Tony Kroos, really? Interesting. Creep. Billy, creep. you're a creep. Yeah, he's a creep. There's Tony one correct creep. answer to this, and it's Hector Bellerin, but we haven't seen the picture yet. Well, we said that PK picture looks nice. That so PK he's picture, good. yeah. He's got nice hair going on. I don't I don't mind it. Um, I also like Aubameyang's photo. Aubameyang just looks like an absolute G. He got he got screwed. I went down ratings. We're not going to turn this into the FIFA rating show, but he, he did? got dropped down to an 88. I thought he was an 88, 87 I think he was last year. No, he was an 87 last year. year. Didn't he get upgraded to 89 in the winter no, upgrades? he you went sure? up to an 88. Oh, so he's still an 88. Yeah. No upgrade for the golden boot. Yeah, well, I mean, he got a point from the beginning of last year. Lacazette went up two points, which yeah, is so. a, a nice boost for him. I think that's fair. Uh, actually, well, he's the same rating as Firmino, but 
they put him above Firmino Ooh, when they did the rankings, which is fair. It. Uh, it's correct, actually. Uh, any other thoughts on the FIFA ratings pictures? No, I mean, uh, I can say this. I'm actually excited for FIFA. Yeah, I we mean, don't talk too much about FIFA. We do enjoy Ultimate Team. We partake. We we fucking partake. Yeah. I mean, we do more than partake. <laughs> we, I blow a lot of money. I know you're a little cheapskate, so you don't blow your money on it as much as I do. No, I, you I don't tend, need to. I don't need to. I tend to get pretty lucky most of the time. <laughs> yeah, you do so pretty I don't good. Need to. You've packed a Ronaldo in each of the last two games. Yes. One of them, one a legend. Was, one was the fat kind, and then the other one was the abs kind. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, and then we have a question from our friends over at the American Toffee Podcast, and it's a U.S. men's national team question, and it's when will Greg ditch Zardes and Trap? So you alluded to how much you hate these two players earlier. Never, never. No. He he. Realistically, I think he. I think Zardes will be done within the next year. I think we'll be done from Zardes. I hope. I mean, here's the thing. I don't get Will Trap. Will Trap really doesn't offer anything, and I think I just. I, I wonder if he feels the need to have somebody in midfield he feels is comfortable with his system. So having the experience with Trap, I feel like Trap may stick around a little bit longer. But Zardes is so goddamn bad <laughs> that he needs to go. And it's like I, I hate the like I feel like it's piling on him and I feel like it's unfair. And like when he's been like booed at stadiums and stuff, I feel like that's just wrong. But the thing is this. The, he's just a he's a bad player. If you're bad, if you're bad, some people you are just bad. Play. Like, what like, did you say? Why is Sony Michelle doing so terribly <laughs> last night? It's like because he's bad at football. It's but, the same thing first for of Zardes. All, we're not going to get into this debate. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, Zardes, he's got to go. So I think Zardes will be out soon. I think we may have to endure more with Trap. I think Greg Berhalter goes down with the Zardes and Trap ship. That's what I'm hoping for. Actually, all right, here's a serious question. Last thing I was in the U.S. If they continue to be the same style of play. Stay with Greggy. Do they qualify for the World Cup? Because oh. <laughs> the thing is, this, it's so set up for them to do it. Yeah. It was such a fucking disaster last time that they didn't do it. It's it's literally, it's like, you just got to show up. It's much. nearly impossible to yes. miss. And, and they showed, group. they already missed though. We know now that they can. Do, do I think they qualify they actually... for the next World Cup? You're going to say yes right now, Yeah, right? they have to do it. But... Don't you feel a little unsure? 100% Just, unsure, like You feel yeah. unsure now, right? I mean, I feel much more confident betting all of the monies on Uruguay tomorrow against the USA national team right? than I do that the USA could make like, the chance. I feel awful betting cup. against the U.S., but... I, easy money. It's easy money, man. Easy money. <laughs> I mean, somebody just throw your house deed on the USA losing tomorrow night. Uh, it'll be a good bet. But we did get a question about the Euro from our friend Justin... Desoris, which is coming up so soon. Which nation? Which nation? Nation. 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 Which nation do you see that could surprise at the Euro 2020, similar to Iceland at the previous tournament? Oh, there is no such team that will do what Iceland done. No one. There is only one Iceland. That's true. Um, Can I say this now? Here's a question: Does this count as a surprise? Can we see a rebirth of Italy? Hmm. Is that a surprise at this point? Because by God, if we sucked for like six years, yeah, Italy, uh, Italy's a good shout. I think right? that's exciting. Can, but the thing is, Italy is so big. Does it? Is it kind of like cheap to pick them? But the thing is, they've been so bad. Mr. World Cup. Yeah, like they've been so bad. I think we're gonna see Italy come back. I think there's some good young players coming through. Yeah. Um, I believe in Mancini. I uh, I think that Italy will make a run. Who's your Euro winner, your early winner, if you had to pick one today? I actually, I was thinking of this the other day. We, I was going, who do I think could win? And I came down to three teams. One, I don't think France is going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will. Um, I don't really think Italy can actually win it. No. So I came down to Portugal, mm-hmm. which is surprising in a lot of ways. But Portugal right? are really good. Portugal that's won me thing. some money this they, week, by the way. That's the thing is, like, I feel like no one wants to admit now that Portugal is just, like, actually really good. And, like... Me? Yeah. You like, know I'm the number yeah, one Portugal right? hater, like, right? Are they not, like, really good? They're really fucking right? good. Do you know why? Because Bernardo Silva is one of the best players in the world. Well, He's I've, so I feel good. like I've been telling you this for a long time and you don't listen to me. You think it's just my city bias. <laughs> no. But that's the thing is, like... He can just decide when he wants to walk by players. He's just so damn good. He is so good. He, and we talked about, actually, I think last episode, he's the closest to Messi with the ball in terms of dribbling. He really is. He's he not Messi. Be. He's not Messi because Messi's a whole nother 
different spear. No yeah. one, you know, it's a different thing. But he's the closest to it in terms of just the ability to glide by people with the ball. He's pretty good, that guy. He can't, he did, his thing is he doesn't have the best shot. He's got a good shot, but he doesn't have like that elite finishing, which is the only thing that stops him from being like right up there with yeah, anyone. Portugal are but, so good. Yeah, Bruno very Fernandez, good. I don't young. He's pretty good. He's, he's okay. got talent. Really talented player. There's there's so much youth there too. Yeah. I mean, like Portugal, are like really good. They're stacked. Joao Felix um, looks awesome yeah. every time I see him. So then with them, everybody always says Belgium, but I I just think I don't think it's gonna happen for Belgium. I think at this point, I think here's the thing: it could totally click. Like it could finally click, kind of like with France, it just clicked at that point. But I'm ruling them out. I'm gonna pull a shocker. Are you going Netherlands? So I thought Netherlands. Netherlands is the other team. So I was going to say Netherlands is in there. Portugal. I'm going to give it to the three Lions. I'm actually going to go Because I believe the attack that will be at this point the starting lineup of Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, and Jaden Sancho will be too much for people to handle. And I'm going to go with England. Do you know where the final is for the Euro? I do not. I'm pretty sure it's at Wembley. Yeah, it's at Wembley. The, oh, the, the final yes. will be in Wembley. It's coming home. That would be a fun game to go to, huh? No, but I, I actually think England. I think this could be it. Wow, that would be something. Uh, you know, I, aside from France, I think a good underdog team, maybe not so much an underdog, is the Netherlands. Yeah. I really like the Netherlands. That defense. Defense could be fantastic. I think goalkeeping, Sillison, I think he's a good goalkeeper mm-hmm. if he is their yeah. number one. And, I mean, they, they don't have a ton of attacking talent. I think Depay is pretty good. Babel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babel is right. a man over there. So, I, it's crazy. He was actually very good with Fulham last He's year. We good. should point out he actually is a good player. And Gigi Wijnaldum. Yeah, he's is, playing well for the Netherlands. I mean, we we always fight over him because I always say he's really good and you say he's not that he's, good. He's good. But you just don't I mean, give him credit. But when he plays for the Netherlands, he levels up even more. Yeah. I mean, I've come around to Wijnaldum a little bit. So, you're going to ne- your Netherlands? Yeah, I'll tell you Netherlands. Right, so Netherlands, I, I mean, Netherlands England, matter, those are wrong picks. <laughs> I mean, both of them are probably going to be incorrect. But uh, I didn't answer his question. Who's going to shock us in the Euro? I, I might say Finland. If they make it, Timu Puki Ooh, looks Timu! like he could be a fun, fun player. I mean, they almost I, beat Italy yesterday. I'll, I'll tell you who I'm going to Just to make a slight run, the Ukraine. The Ukraine are the top of their table Zinchenko! right now. <laughs> All right. We picked the two weirdest countries. They might not even make it into the No, Zinchenko <laughs> will bring Ukraine to the Euros. All right, Jimmy. But we've been away from the Premier League for too long. It's hurt me to not talk about them. So let's go over to the next match week of Premier League games. Yes. With a different twist on it today. Because I have my sports betting app and I'm going to lose all my money. <laughs> So let me log into this. Yeah, all right. So I'll start talking about the actual games first. Go ahead. First match of the weekend. We jump right back into it with Liverpool-Newcastle. I mean, this one, I don't even have to give you the odds for this. Yeah. Because it's an impossible feat that Newcastle (laughs) would go to Anfield and win this game. Uh, Liverpool 4-1. Yeah, I'm going to go 3-1 Liverpool. I think this is my lock of the week. Lock it down. Liverpool continue cruising. Yeah, all right. I mean, if you wanted to bet on Liverpool, if you were to bet $100 on them, they're negative 800 on the money line. So what does that mean? You'd win $12.50 if you bet 100 bucks on them. You know, I, you made a point to that. You just bet like big money on easy games like this. Yes, and you, you pay just... for your coffee every day. That's <laughs> what I said. I said, I'm just going to bet on all the favorites all the time, the big favorites. <laughs> going to bet on them and pay for my daily coffees. Yeah. Once in a while, I'm going to lose. But the amount that I continue to win will outweigh it in the long run. <laughs> Here's another one that you could do that. Uh, Norwich at home versus Manchester City. Manchester City are negative 700 on the money line. I, I think this will be a good one for City. I will say this. I think Pookie's going to score against City. Yeah, I think so and too. I'm going to go 4-1 City in this one. I think it might be a little bit closer than you think. And I, I'm not going to give Norwich a point here. Um, but being at home, I think they're going to keep it close. I think we might see 2-1 or 3-1 to City. I'll go 2-1 just for the sake of fun. Uh, but let's move on to this game. And I love this game, Jimmy. I love this game. And I hope I'm screaming in people's ears I right now. This I love this game. Manchester United at home versus Leicester City. Game of the week. Game of the week is right. And potential 
moneymaker of the week here. Moneymaker. Ding, 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 ding. We need like an alarm sound. <laughs> That's what we need for yes. that. Ding, 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 ding. And we need a cowbell. You <laughs> need to get me a cowbell. <laughs> so I can just shake it like a madman. Manchester United is the favorite here at Old Trafford versus Leicester City, who are in fourth place right now. Leicester City are positive 350 on the money line, Jimmy. Do you know what that means? It means you bet, I am betting Uruguay and Leicester City together. If you bet $100 on Leicester City, you would win $350. That is a good tasty. bet. That tasty is a bet. tasty little bet. You don't need to bet $100. You need you to bet, bet $1,000. <laughs> minimum. Minimum $1,000. Uh, no, but I actually went to bed thinking about this game. I swear to God, this is not a joke because I was looking at the bets. I was like, what am I going to do with this? Looking forward to the Premier League. And I was thinking to myself, Leicester City have to beat Manchester United, right? At Old Trafford, the drama begins, Ole out begins. And I had a dream that Leicester City scored in my dream. And I said to myself, why didn't I bet this game? <laughs> That's what happened in my dream. So I will be betting Leicester City. That is my lock of the week, a 2-1 victory over Manchester United. I actually second the 2-1 victory. I'm on, I, I think I think Leicester should be the favorite in this one. I agree. If you watch these should teams close. play, it should be close. So I'm, I'm going Leicester, yeah. The thing that's crazy is that Manchester United are heavy favorites. Yeah. Like I understand they're home, but still. I mean, they haven't Leicester done anything City. at home Leicester to convince City, us. Baby. Uh, Wolves, <laughs> Wolves at home versus Chelsea. Another great one. Another great money-making opportunity. Uh, mm, I don't know, because you know what this game screams to me? This the, the theme of Chelsea season. You know what it is? A draw. Draws. Yeah. And I have a 2-2 draw. That's what I'm concerned about with a lot of these games, is that like Leicester will most likely end in a draw, and that will break my heart. Uh, but I think I'm going to make a commitment to myself now to never bet on a draw. Never and bet that, the draw. <laughs> and that will be to there my detriment. There are no draws in betting, as there are no draws in life. That's right. Uh who did you pick for this game? Did you pick a draw? I said 2-2 two, two draw. I'm going to go Wolves 2-1 here. Ooh, I'm going you're so out again. on Chelsea. I think you're a little harsh on Chelsea. No, I don't think so. And at home, Wolves love to play against big teams. Uh, Wolves are plus 190 on the money line. You bet 100, you get 190. That is another solid money-making opportunity. I didn't have a prophetic dream about them, though. Leicester City out of the lock. Uh, Tottenham at home versus Crystal Palace. Who do you got, Jimmy? I have a 3-0 Tottenham victory. I think Tottenham get back to business in this you one. You do know that Crystal Palace are the giant killers, don't you? I think Tottenham get back to business in this one. I'll go 1-0 Tottenham. A nervy 1-0 to Tottenham. And I, I don't like the odds in this one, so I don't even want to say them. Never tell me the odds. Another game that I love to make money. Love to make money. Watford at home versus Arsenal. This is a loser. Bet. Don't bet this game. <laughs> so we have we didn't even talk about it. Javi Gracia. Four matches and you kick him out the door. Ridiculous. Bring fire. Chico Flores back. It's a bad fire, right? I don't get it. It's too soon for a man who had a pretty good run last year. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, four matches is a bit harsh. Apparently, the players are very upset about this too. Yeah. Uh remember when we early, a couple weeks ago we said you know Wofford's early in the year, but. Not looking good. Mm-hmm. This is what I think. This is a bad move. It's a bad fire. Yeah. So this is actually this is going to be a thrashing. 4-0 Arsenal. And this is a bad game to I'm bet? Da- I'm just busting <laughs> you. I want to throw you off now. 4-0 Arsenal. I think Arsenal actually, they usually, there's no new hire, new manager bump for Wofford in this one. Wofford are in disarray. Mm. You know the odds actually went down for Arsenal after Javi Gracia got fired. Yes. They went from negative 115 to negative 106. Arsenal still favored away from home, which is pretty crazy in itself. But uh, we did it last year away at Wofford. Love this game. Bet the house on this one. You don't make even money. You make a little bit less, but it'll be worth it. Bournemouth at home versus Everton. I know Arsenal are going to win 3-1, by the way. Yeah, Bournemouth at Everton. Interesting one. All right, so all right. here's the thing I wanted to talk about on Twitter this week. So when Gracia got fired, all the uh, the Marco Silva lovers came out of the woodworks. We know how I feel about Marco Silva. Snake oil salesman, yes. your your favorite thing to say. Yes. I don't like him. Yep. I, I just every so I don't know what it is about him. I just I don't trust him. You don't like his face. Yeah, he's not a trustworthy guy. So I want to pick Bournemouth in this, but I can't bring myself to do it. I am gonna go a two-one Everton win. But if Bournemouth won this game, I would not be surprised. 
And I feel like it would be justice for Harvey. So I kind of want them to. You don't like uh, you don't like the money line in this one, then. If you're thinking that, it could go either way. No, stay away. Don't bet on this one. Do not bet on this one. I repeat, mm, stay away. Because this one might be a... That's not a no, good bell. No, that's a terrible <laughs> that just I'm just hitting a can. Uh, Everton are plus 130. So you make money if you bet Everton. Bournemouth are plus 200. I mean, stay away. Be, Decent money making opportunities stay here. Away. Decent stay making away. money opportunities. I don't think I'm going to be Which able to stay score. away from betting Everton. Uh, this is one that I would usually call a draw, but now I'm anti-draw because I want to see these things, uh, you know, make some money. I'm actually going to go draw here. I'm going to go two-two. I, I think Moise Keane might get his first goal here. This would be that. exciting. Alex Iwobi gets one too, by the way. Uh, and then we have Aston Villa at home versus West Ham. Even you even missed for both a game, teams. You know, you missed Brighton Burnley. Uh, no, no, no. That's it's down the a, list. No, no. On my list, Aston Villa game is Monday versus well, West Ham. You're all over the place today. I'm one. just fo- I'm on the. He's on the. Now. Yeah, he's going by the bets. He's all about the bets now. Let's but, go Villa first. Right, Villa so West Ham. This to me is a game West Ham. You need to win. You want to be taken serious. You need to win this game. I'm afraid you're not going to. Two-two draw. Great opportunity for Villa to get some points. Yeah, I think this draw. is going to be a draw as well. I'm going to go two-two here. This is a game that I would stay away from. If I'm going to say betting. the Holler stays hot, gets another goal. Yeah. Uh, now this is a real interesting with t- Sheffield United at home versus Southampton. Ooh, the Blades. The Blades are plus one fifty. Southampton plus one ninety. So the Blades I, are the favorites. I've been so impressed with them. Yeah, me it's too. It's really hard not to be. Um, but at the same time, I don't. I just can't see how they can continue to keep getting goals. It's a 1-1. It is. So you're making the hands out of me. It is. It's a 1-1. It's a 100% draw here. Stay away from this one. And this one, Jimmy, got me licking my lips for ringing the money bell. Ding, 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 ding. You we can't have ring the money bell on every game. <laughs> I have a Defeat few of the them. the purpose of the bell. <laughs> Don't get me a bell then. I'm literally bringing a bell next time we record. Burnley away from home at Amex. At Amex, at Brighton, the fortress, which is the Amex. So we have Brighton, which are the favorites here, at plus 115. And Burnley, plus 250 on the money line. Okay. That's a hefty chunk if you're betting on Burnley. So this one's tough because, wow, that threw me off. Right? I, I, I don't understand that. You look at these odds and And here's like, the thing, too. They don't understand that Grand Potter doesn't play Glenn Murray. <laughs> yeah. they, no one has told this to your friends. <laughs> so, and regularly, I'd go Brighton all the way with Glenn Murray. Yeah, of 100%. Course. But he hasn't been playing. But here's what I'm going to say. He's going to start this game. And he's going to reward Glenn Potter. He's going to mm. show him. Graham. See, I'm saying Glenn now. I got Glenn on the They're brain. Glenn. But I think he's going to reward him. He's going to score. I have a 1-0 Brighton victory. That's not, that's not good for the money, Bell. I'll tell you that. Because I I was leaning Burnley here a little bit. Originally, I thought this game was at Turf Moor. So I was like, the easy money. But Brighton have looked very good. Uh, Burnley although, look uh, good too, though. Yeah, that's the thing. These I, were two of my relegation teams. This, yeah, this one has 1-1 one, one written all oh. over it too, I think, unfortunately. So maybe not the money, Bell. But if you're feeling risky... This is the risky money bell. Ding, 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 ding. It's uh, I tilted the money bell to the side there if you didn't hear it. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to not pick Burnley here, but I'm not ever going to pick against Brighton and Glenn Murray. So I'll call it a draw. But, Jimmy, I think we're, we're a little bit over on time per usual. Wrap this thing up for us. Well, we ask that you always please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Soccer Mostly. That's the place where you can go take all your grievances against Michael after he loses you money with the money bell. Leicester City are going to win so much money for people. So with wrapping it up, let's just say this. Take all your money, put it on Uruguay, put it on Leicester, and if you lose, you did not hear this from us. (laughs) Now have a great week. See you next time.